Some news from Washington today. President Biden hosted the Vegas Golden Knights at the White House to celebrate their Stanley Cup championship. Between Biden and the hockey players, no one had their original teeth. Hey, that's uh, Joe Biden is old and doesn't have his original teeth joke. Jimmy Fallon, maybe the one of the writers might be back uh, after the strike. How about that? That's pretty wacky, huh? The Golden Knights. Yes, sir. That's a, that's a, you know, that's your hockey team. It's also the United States Army's precision parachute team. When I hear Golden Knights, I think of the Army and the parachute team. I had the opportunity to jump out of perfectly good airplanes with the U.S. Army's Golden Knights on two different occasions. Out of both of their planes, they have a bigger plane and a smaller plane. I got to jump out of both perfectly good airplanes with the U.S. Army Golden Knights. They did have all their teeth. And those were good days. Those were good days at work, I've got to say. Falling out of perfectly good airplanes with the U.S. Army's Parachute team, the Golden Knights. Lots and lots of fun. But that was not a bad joke. By uh, But uh, Joe Biden done hockey players, uh, neither uh, their original teeth, not so bad. Uh, Whack-a-doodle-doo. Yes, sir. Well, happy Tuesday to you and welcome. We remain at 888-630-9625. Today in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., a large rally on our nation's mall. That's the uh, patch of grass between the U.S. Capitol and the Lincoln Memorial. Uh, going from east to west, and we have the Washington Monument right in the middle, big toothpick and and uh, great stuff. I was reminded this morning because I was looking at all the military force that the United States has positioned in the Middle East, and one of the assets, we have two different aircraft carrier groups, because Joe Biden, he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, and, and two and a half wars, according to MSDNC this morning, there were no wars when Donald Trump was in the White House, but now poor Joe Biden, he's struggling to carry the weight of the war in Ukraine. You know, Russia attacking Ukraine, Putin is a communist, and and he attacked Ukraine, and he wants to kill everybody and steal everything because that's what communists do. And then, uh, you know, subjugate everyone with the hobnailed boot of the state. Uh, the Democrat Party is here to do that on this side of the pond. But uh, he's got that. And then war in the Middle East, which also was not ongoing when Donald Trump was president of the United States and in the White House. And this morning on Morning Joke with the disgraced former journalist Mike Barnacle and the disgraced former congressman uh, Joe Scarborough, just going on and on absurdly, almost comically, about the, the great job that Joe Biden is doing and the, the burden that he carries every day, oh, 24 hours a day. Yeah, he's president of the United States. And now he's, he's going to meet with Xi Jinping, a ricochet rabbit. And uh, what's he going to do? He's going to beg Xi Jinping uh, to be nice to him. And Xi Jinping's laughing, and he's going to roll right over him. But at MSDNC, they're really worried that, that Xi Jinping is going to invade Taiwan soon. And then, as Joe Scarborough, disgraced former congressman, described it, we'll have World War III on our hands with three different wars in three different regions, the Middle East and Europe and Asia, uh, because weak, weak Joe Biden has led us into what MSDNC is describing as World War III. So Joe Biden is right now trying to stop three regional wars, uh-huh. which all can be connected from China to Russia to Iran to Hamas to Hezbollah, 
and suddenly we are in the middle of World War III. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's terrible. But, you know, you got to remember the twin towers of tyranny that poor Joe Biden is having to deal with are Donald Trump and Benjamin Netanyahu, not not Xi Jinping, not uh, Hassan Nasrallah the, the Nasrallah, the head of Hamas, not uh, the Ayatollah in Iran, but it's Donald Trump, you see, because we are our enemies. The left looks inward to find enemies. And then they use the Department of Justice and the FBI against their political enemies because the real tyrants, the real tyranny, uh, Western civilization, Israel, and the United States. Right now, he is carrying two twin towers of tyranny. He's carrying one them. in Donald Trump here domestically, He's the carrying. other Bibi Netanyahu in Israel. That's right. Those are the two towers of the twin towers of tyranny, two twin towers of tyranny. Uh, and uh, that's uh, the disgraced and fired former journalist who plagiarized and fabricated to the point where they eventually had to fire him, and he's a disgraced former journalist. So he's in good standing at NBC Fake News. Pretty amazing stuff. That's your, that's your Democrat Party. And the indoctrination, the brainwashing that people are getting from these jokes, these fake news organizations... Amazing. And then, of course, you go to school, and in Bethesda, Maryland, in Montgomery County, you uh, your children might have a teacher named Sabrina Khan Williams, who's the uh, team leader of diversity, equity, and inclusion at the uh, school in the World Studies Department at Tilden Middle School, Tilden Middle School in Bethesda, Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C. And she is teaching the children there that there was no music festival attack, that that has been debunked, that babies were not burned, women were not violated. She prefers the term raped, perhaps. That's, uh, that's her thing. And she says Palestinians are being killed and their organs are being sold by the Jews, you know, because that's what she's teaching. She's a Muslima. She said Hamas did not start this. They were just the perfect vehicle for Zionists. That's code word for Jews to continue. It's apartheid. Yeah, they got civilization on one side. That's Israel. And barbarism on the other side. That's the Gaza Strip. But pay no attention. And uh, this, this is a teacher at a middle school in Lily White and wealthy Bethesda, Maryland. Just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And she says, you can't be a democracy if you do this to, sh- to settler colonies. It's a colony. They colonized it in the time of Abraham. (laughs) Let's look at the first temple and the second temple. Let's trace it back. They colonized it when the Palestinians were uh, trying to figure out which rock to bang against which rock. But uh, pay no attention to that. Hamas did not start this. It's just the Jews. You can't be a democracy. And she says that uh, that attack at the concert never happened, and she's teaching middle school students every day. She's uh, a demented jihadi, but pay no attention to that. Just amazing. All right, let's go to, uh, let's take a phone call, Michael. Let's go to AJ calling from Manassas, Virginia. AJ is uh, calling in. Uh, AJ, welcome to the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, sir. Uh, I'm very happy the first time caller, long time listener to your show, and uh, 
I just want to uh, say a few words. If you uh, allow me, I am a Kurdish from northern Iraq originally. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been in this country for over 45 years. And uh, if if Muslim is so beautiful, why the hell we leave the Muslim world and come to the United States? Mm-hmm. If Muslim is so good, why we got a people beheaded on a street in Iran, in, in Iraq, in all the Muslim world. What peace Muslim world bring to the earth? Nothing. They don't have a humanity. When you don't have a humanity, mean you don't appreciate the surround you. And that's how it is. When I was a little kid, three times my parents' house burned down, okay? We are in a Muslim country. It wasn't Israel. It wasn't the United States. It wasn't Europe. It was Iraqi Muslims. And I still, in these days, Mr. Chris, never forget. This guy was going to, in front of a soldier, say, Khatir Allah. I mean, the, the name of God, you know, just he said, God is, he is not here. He is Mujaz, meaning he's on vacation. <laughs> he was killing the people like that. I mean, that's how is the Muslim. And, 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 and I just got so many things in my life. I don't know. If you don't appreciate this beautiful country in the United States, why are you staying here? Go back to Saudi so they can be here. You could go to Iran so they can just put a crane and hang you on the street. Or go to uh, Ordogon can kill you, you know, the, the name of their, uh, you know, uh, how you say, the peaceful uh, country. So it's just a lot of things going on in, in, in this country. The country is built on people, is the United States. The people is beautiful. I, I just want to put the uh, politics on the side. I'm not going to, if you go and talk about politics, left destroy this country, scornize this country. I mean, listen, I've been working all my life since I got here till now. I'm still working. I'm 66 years old, still working. I never beg for anything the government give me. I always say, this government bring me here. I want to work. I want to live like myself. Because I didn't have that freedom. Now I have that freedom. I want to just appreciate it. But that's that's the true. And it, Middle East is nothing but a junkyard for a Muslim terrorist. That's it. And I'd really appreciate. Sorry, you know, to if I say a few words and uh, <laughs> it's not acceptable. But you know, I'm always listening to you guys. I really appreciate and keep on getting and hopefully. Uh, well, AJ, let me but say this. Know. You're welcome on my show uh, anytime. Uh, uh, the truth is spoken here. Free speech is spoken here. We're um, one of the last bastions of American values, I'm sorry to have to say, in the United States. And AJ, I, I understand everything you're saying. And the, the Kurdish population in northern Iraq has been brutalized again and again for generations, and you described your family home being burned three times. 
not by Israelis, but by Muslim, Arab, uh, Iraqis, who have sacked and plundered uh, the Kurdish areas in the north forever and ever. And the Kurdish people have been brutalized. And I'm very happy that you were able to make it to the United States, AJ. And, and I'm thankful also that, that you appreciate the difference and that you're willing to say it out loud. And I'm glad that we're here to give you a platform and give you a voice to, to say what is on your mind. Because that's what this country is all about, AJ, and that's what I'm all about, and that's what this show and this station you're listening to is all about as well. Oh, and, and you know, so God bless you. Bad. Now, your family is not Muslim then. Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, if I, they were Muslim, but they are no, no, more, no longer. They, my mom, my, my dad, they passed away. God bless uh, their soul. And, but, you know, it's another thing. When 10,000 Kurds chemical by Saddam and 182,000 Kurds got buried, you know, uh, uh, genocide by Saddam, you know, burying alive. When a Palestinian coming to the street, he said, "Badam, baruch Saddam," mean Badam mean blood and heart was Saddam, and now they ask him for a freedom. We were for, well, asking for freedom, and uh, I just don't get it. If you believe this, uh, the, the humanity, look, 182,000 Kurds buried alive, Saddam's digging holes for them and just uh, kill them all. One Arab country, one Muslim country, never say a word. Only this beautiful country, United States of America or Europe. That was it, my friend. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. You bet. And God bless you. And God bless the United States military. And uh, because I served with them for eight years, and I just always, always want to back up this country as much as I can with my heart, because this is my country, this is my freedom, this is my life, and I hope. You know, the rest of the people in the world think about life. When they come here, they build mosques, they go in and they're terrorizing the, the people. When they come here, believe me, Chris, I did help thousand people around in the region. Because when I came to this country, I didn't speak the language. And I didn't have anything. And I said, let me help them go to the churches, pick up things for them. They can, now they go to the church. They're, no, they go to a, a, they build a mosque. They, I say, listen, you are the same person. When you come, you didn't have anything. The, the, the Christian are around here help you. Well, What's going on? Well, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You I bet. Do. AJ. I do. I do. Now, you worked as a translator with the U.S. military? Yes, sir. All right. I did eight years with them. I, I, I was a special force in uh, Marine and uh, uh, um, uh, the Navy SEAL in Cumbre uh, uh, in uh, uh, Virginia Beach, and I was very happy. I have a lot, a lot of good friends. God bless them. And That's they good. did a lot, a lot, a lot for this. Not AJ. As a, as a translator, you were working as a translator for them? Yes, sir. Yes, All right. Sir. God bless, AJ. Thank you very much. You know, I was just reading recently about uh, these extraordinary numbers that since 1948, the creation of the state of Israel, 
There have been more than 11 million Muslims killed in wars in the, uh, in the Middle East and the Arab world. And 0.3% of that number, about 35,000, have died in conflicts with Israel. 0.3%. 11 million Arabs, Muslims, killed. 0.3% killed in conflicts with Israel. Instigated by, not by Israel. Thank you very much. But let's not let the facts get in the way of uh, a fascist narrative. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. I haven't actually been to Wales uh, country part of Great Britain, but we are headed there on our sea cruise this uh, coming summer, headed to Wales and Scotland and Ireland and Northern Ireland and Amsterdam and England, but but never mind that. Female pool player forfeits final due to facing trans woman opponent. That means man. A female pool final match in Denbighshire, Wales ended prematurely after one player reportedly forfeited because she was drawn to compete against a transgender woman. That means man. That's a Democrat for man. I'm going to have to write the Democrat to English translation dictionary. Lynn Pinches stepped away from the table to applause from spectators who appeared to approve of her decision not to compete against Harriet Haynes. Harriet Haynes is a man. Call me Harriet. I want to have a baby. Well, you can't have a baby. You haven't got a womb. In turn, the English Pool Association's championship for lady, for ladies, the winner was the man because of Democrats. Now, honestly, the, the Democrat Party is... Uh, and the worldwide left, I just, I marvel at these. Every day there's another insane story of a man pretending to be a woman. Have you noticed there is never a woman pretending to be a man taking the man's trophy away from the men? Have, you, have we seen that anywhere? I keep my ear to the ground for that, but I haven't, I haven't seen that. And the female pool player in Wales, in Great Britain, forfeits the final because they said, now you're going to play this man who says he's a woman in Denbingshire, Wales. So the actual woman dropped out of it. Lynn Pinches. And Lynn Pinches dropped out. The English Pool Association 2023's champion of champions, ladies winner, was a man named Harriet Hayes. He goes by Harriet. Harriet, oh Harriet. That is, uh, that's just, uh, 
Democrat Party stuff. It has pinches the real woman would end up uh, smiling brightly for her runner-up picture. But the picture of the man with the trophy is, you know, your Democrat Party. I think if you want to be a man and, and pretend you're a woman, that's fine. But don't go around stealing women's trophies and everything, you know, bicycle races and golf and uh, swimming and uh, billiards and uh, whatever else it is. Just just amazing stuff, your Democrat Party. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. The nice lady. And Haynes, the actual woman, was, according to the English Pool Association, World Masters champion, the World Scotch Doubles champion, the European champion, and the European team champion in 2023. And then they're putting her up one-on-one, and they say, here, you're going to play this dude over here. She said, you know what? Let's just give the dude the trophy. I'll take runner-up because you're cheating again. Now, I know it's pool, billiards, but that's cheating. That's still cheating. They like cheating. The left loves cheating. They're not really truth people at all. Not at all. Madness, I say. Madness. Today we have the uh, the big uh, march. It's the pro-Israel march on the mall in Washington, D.C., which is naturally why the Democrats here in Washington have called out the National Guard. Uh, keeping in mind they did not call out the National Guard when Black Lives Matter was looting our city, rioting, burning, plundering the Church of the Presidents, you know, all that good stuff. They, uh, they don't care about that. They, uh, they didn't call it the National Guard, even though President Trump said, hey, military for January 6th. They said, no, no, no. No, not January 6th. We don't want that. We want a political issue, and we're really hoping, and then we'll send some FBI agitators down there. Ray Epps will be in the crowd, consequence-free. This country has never been as corrupt as it is now. Just, uh, just amazing. Amazing. Yes, sir. So they don't call it the National Guard for all that stuff. But when the pro-Israel rally is coming, then they call up the National Guard. So there will be National Guard in the mall and street closures and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Speaking of D.C., a story I had wanted to get to yesterday but wasn't able to get to yet because the Democrats gave me too much stuff. D.C., Washington, D.C., our nation's capital in America, considers tossing out social work exam over concerns it fails too many people of color. Yeah, the people of color don't do well on the social studies exam, so solution, throw out the exam. Now, that is, you know, uh, looking through the world, looking at the world through the wrong end of the telescope. The D.C. Council is considering doing away with the exam requirement for certain types of social workers over concerns of racial bias. Racial bias, and it's a social work exam, and it's been there for years, but citing the need to fill social worker positions in the district, see, a bill from Councilman Robert White, sure, leave it to the white guy, would eliminate the exam for entry at master's level licensure applicants, see, whose work must still be supervised. That's a lot of uh, lot of details in there. Now, the, the problem they have is that in between 2018 and 2021, they had white people taking the exam. They had Native Americans and indigenous people taking the exam. 
They had Asians taking the exam and Hispanics taking the exam. And they had African-Americans taking the exam. It's very diverse. They love that word uh, diverse, right? And so there it is. And between 2018 and 2021, white people taking the test had a passage rate, that is to say they passed, 76.2% of white people taking the test passed the test, see, the bachelor's level exam for the first time. And the percentage then dropped for Native Americans and indigenous people to 63.6%, followed by 59.6% for Asian test takers, 52.8% for Hispanic applicants, but only 33% of black test takers passed. That is a 43% difference between white test takers and black test takers. Again, white people taking the social workers test, 76.2% passed, black people 33% passed. Therefore, the problem is the test. The test is racist, so they're going to get rid of the test. And that's the fix that they came up with. Not that the school system has failed people in Washington, D.C. or anything like that. That's not it. It was very shocking that African Americans have the lowest passage rate, said Carla Abney, a doctoral student at Catholic University who passed the master's level exam last year to become a licensed graduate social worker. She's also head of the Greater Washington Society for Clinical Social Work. See, she's good. And passing the exam, one of the toughest things I've ever done, she said. But, uh, you know, look, if you don't get the results you want, blame the test. Call the test racist. And so that's what they've done. And, you know, that will make social work so much better in Washington, D.C. Because racist, you know, because it's racist. And it's just amazing. Look at the pass-fail rates of uh, anybody in Baltimore schools and Washington, D.C. schools. And get back to me, the failure is not because of the tests. It's because of education or the lack thereof in public schools run by Democrats who claim they're doing everybody a great favor. But they're not. <clears throat> they're, uh, they're not on the side of, uh, of civilization. That's really the problem. And again, today, the big rally on the mall. And this is a this is kind of a big deal, I've got to say. It's the pro-Israel rally in Washington, D.C. Such a big deal that the Democrats have called out the military. They've called up the National Guard. So if uh, one of your family, you or one of your family members are members of the National Guard, well, the Democrats have called up the National Guard because, you know, I, why, Michael? I guess it's the Democrats because is it that they're afraid of Jewish people? Is that is that what's going on? The pro-Israel rally? Now, the anti-Israel people have been rallying on college campuses and threatening the Jewish students and projecting from the river to the sea and all these other Hamas sayings and bullhorns uttering Hamas stuff. No National Guard, no, no arrests that I'm aware of, but the National Guard called up today because Somebody in the mix is kind of fascist. Who do you think that is, Michael? Who is that? It's the Democrats. It's absolutely the Democrats. Just, uh, just amazing. Now we had. Did you did you see this uh, Democrat Senator Chris Coons trying to mind his own business and ride the train? Uh, there's something about a train that's tragic, and um, 
this Democrat Senator Chris Coons, he ran against the witch, right? The woman he was running against, Republican, they did TV ads claiming she was a witch. I kid you not. Like the Salem witch trials. They claimed she was a witch, and then Chris Coons won, and he's still in the Senate because they can win, win with anything. You know, they got in 2020, they got Joe Biden elected over Donald Trump. They got, they got John Fetterman elected over Dr. Mehmet Oz, a world-renowned heart surgeon, professor of heart surgery, and TV personality. So the Democrats could get a can of poop elected over, uh, you know, a can of fresh strawberries because they own the microphone. It's pretty amazing. But Chris Coons sat across this uh, person posted, Aaron Mate, M-A-T-E, with an accent grave over the E. And Aaron Mate was sitting across from Chris Coons. He says he's a journalist. I don't necessarily think that's the case. But he says he's a journalist. Sat across from, um, from uh, uh, Senator Chris Coons on the Amtrak train and decided to get in his face about those darn Jews killing those poor, innocent Palestinian people. Gaza. Who are you? My name is Aaron Maté. I'm a journalist. Nice to meet you, Aaron. Likewise. Please stop talking to me. Please stop talking to me. He says, hi. Hi, Aaron. Hey, what's your name? I'm Aaron Maté. I'm a journalist. And, and uh, Chris Coon says, uh, please stop talking to me, which was very polite. He tried the polite route. Democrat Senator Chris Coons and journalist Aaron Maté. I'm a journalist with four... For the gray zone. What's the, the gray zone? It's a, it's a U.S. web-based uh, news website. Good for you. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. That's good for you. Good for you. That's very nice. Thank you. But uh, Aaron Mate is making a video, and he's not done. Uh, he is there to uh, stand up for Hamas and the jihad because he doesn't like the Jews. Aaron Mate. Is it malfunctioning on us? It's malfunctioning on us, which happens. This right is a quiet keep. car. You're breaking the basic rules of how we operate on Amtrak. Okay, and the question Please is, stop. and I believe we're breaking international law okay. by supporting Thanks massacres of civilians. Yes. He's, uh, Aaron Mate uh, claims to be a Canadian writer and journalist, and uh, he, hosts, he hosts, uh, hosts a show that nobody's ever heard of, but that's uh, not important, and he's obviously an anti-Israel uh, he's British Columbia, Vancouver, Canadian. He's a leftist. And uh, so the Democrat is getting a little a little spoonful of what the Democrat Party deserves all day, every day. Children are dying. Children are dying, sir. More than 40, when I call for a cease, they're being killed with our weapons. U.S. weapons are killing kids in Gaza. Who are you? My name is Aaron Maté. I'm a journalist. Now, uh, the uh, senator calls over what looks like one of the Amtrak people, right? And... Uh, and says, will you please get this uh, left-wing crazy miscreant out of here? And the children are dying. Uh, Aaron, send a check to Planned Parenthood. I think you'll feel better about yourself and saving children. And so uh, Aaron Mate sat there making a video of the senator, and the senator became increasingly agitated. He did call over an Amtrak official. Is that the word we use in the Soviet Union? Official to say, will you please remove this Aaron Mate left-wing Vancouver British Columbia Canadian from the seat across from me because he's harassing me and making crazy claims. Children are being killed. And I got to tell you, the Israelis, again, big mistake, not releasing the videos and the pictures right away, which would have been a really good idea. Really good idea. 
you think the campaign is targeting against Hamas when Aaron, civilians are being massacred, when babies and incubators are, are dying because the fuel is being cut off? I'm going to have you thrown off this train. Please stop or I'm going to have you thrown off this train. Moments later, two big, strong men with guns. They were alpha males, um, heterosexual males, part of the patriarchy. They came and uh, they threw him off the moving train. It was an Acela. It was going 110 miles an hour. And Aaron Mate was tragically killed bouncing along the side of the train train. Uh, that part didn't really happen. That part didn't happen. But he said, I'm going to have you thrown off this train. But it's a moving train. You can't have me thrown off of a moving train. Oh, yes, I can. Don't you know who I am? I'm a United States senator. I'm a Democrat. Amazing stuff. So let's go to uh, soundbite number one, uh, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, because of the big rally going on in Washington today. And again, I think it's going to be bigger than expected. Michael Piercy rode the train this morning with people before 8 a.m. that were headed down, a bunch of people headed down to the the rally that technically starts at 1 p.m., but it's filling up now. Uh, The National Guard has been called out because the Democrats are militaristic and very fascist. They lean very fascist, one of the reasons they've turned against Israel. And House Speaker Mike Johnson on uh, the pro-Israel rally today. I can't wait to be out there at the, the rally today. It's a very important stance that we can take. It is unconscionable to me that members of Congress be, be giving political cover to anti-Semitism. We've son, seen that uh, spring up around the country. Democrats, all Democrats. You know, he's not uh, mean enough. He needs to be... Uh, more of a bare-knuckles brawler, and call out the jihad squad and the genocidal Democrats who have turned against our ally Israel and have saddled up with a radical Islamic jihadi army named Hamas. Mike Johnson thinks maybe Biden or Kamala should show up, but they won't. It would certainly be nice to have the president or the vice president or both at this rally. They need to be here. Um, He needs to show his support. And we need to project strength on the world stage. The problem with the Biden presidency overall is that we're projecting weakness, and that invites aggression. And I think that's part of the calculation here. I think that's what Hamas and Iran, using them as a proxy, has factored in. And China and Putin and Russia, weakness leads to war. Strength leads to peace. Yeah, uh, Biden will not be there and Kamala will not be there because the Democrat Party has turned against Israel and that's abundantly clear. And they're raising jihadis from grade school up and college campuses are hotbeds of anti-Semitism, genocidal anti-Semitism. College students all across America have been so brainwashed and so indoctrinated that they are literally supporting Hamas, a genocidal terrorist group. Pay no attention to the direction the Democrat Party is taking. Just continue to vote for Democrats. More murder, more crime, more looting, more carjacking, more war. The Democrat Party's got it all. Now, Griff Jenkins of the Fox News Channel, who is a friend, posted a photo on X, a photograph of a sign for the pro-Israel rally on the mall, and the sign with an American flag and an Israeli flag says, Americans march for Israel, march march to free hostages, march against anti-Semitism. And uh, Democrat jihadi came up to the sign, and wrote after the word Americans, 
for genocide, exclamation mark. So Americans are for genocide. And at the bottom it says, it says, free Palestine, stop the genocide. So here's the peaceful group. And in front of the White House right now, a group of conservative Jews, identifiably conservative Jewish Americans, marching peacefully in front of the White House. No vandalism, no attacks on the police, no fake blood, no thing on fire. And it sounds like this. Now, again, the Democrats and their genocidal uh, anti-Semite jihadi allies uh, defacing signs writing Americans for genocide when really it's Americans march for Israel, march to free hostages, march against anti-Semitism, and then the Democrats show up and their anti-Semitism is on parade. Now, Mark Levin posted the video. I just uh, played the audio. We just played the audio for you from the Mark Levin tweet on X. Outside the White House at this moment, he wrote uh, just minutes ago. And um, boy, oh boy, it has been noted here, uh, Mark Rudolph, look at all that violence, hatred, and destruction of property. Oh, wait, that was the pro-Hamas crowd last week. I remember that when the National Guard was not called out. Political Insider says there is a noticeable lack of things on fire, things being vandalized, people attacking police, people destroying barriers. Interesting. Also, notice no one is covering their face because they're not criminals being paid to create chaos in this country. The news media never notices any of these things, or they just don't attend at all. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.